Good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome to Ron's Rants and Reviews podcast on the fly. Hence the uh, droning background noise. That's the road. That's uh, winter tires, studded winter tires on pretty much dry pavement now. So that's why we're getting that slight droning, howling noise. Just doing this on the fly again, as as per my last few podcasts. Uh, let's take a look here. I just need to... Oh, uh, update on my book. I don't know if you guys remember uh, me talking about it. But... Uh, I'm in the process of writing a novel based on based on true events, and uh, it's getting very close, very close. <clears throat> uh, I'm going to be starting to look into the uh, publishing options. It had been suggested to me to go via. Uh, Amazon books and publish it myself. I don't know. I'm going to research that, do a little bit of digging on that, and figure out uh, how that pays off if it does, or if it's just kind of a wish version of publishing. I might go with a real publisher. We'll see. But yeah, it's getting really close, really close. Um, I think I'm probably the first time and since I started writing it that I've actually seen a light at the end of the tunnel. I'm a chapter, no, more than a chapter, probably two to, th- to four chapters away from being finished. <clears throat> And then, uh, then I'm gonna. I mean, I've already even started editing, uh, correcting spelling mistakes and grammar, etc. Even though grammar for uh, uh, like novels is different than a, you know, than a, a, a university report or paper type of thing. In a book, you can put in slang phrases and, and uh, words, so it's a little different. But uh, no made-up words. None of my made-up words that I've coined. So wow, there's a lot of background noise. I'm just looking at my recording device, and it it's got like a equalizer thing on it that tells me the noise. Ah. I didn't even recognize that. It's like there's no spike in it. What the hell? Just so noisy. Well, at least you know, you know, I'm telling you the truth. I'm on the fly, you can hear it. Get that background noise. When I do one without it, it's going to sound bare naked. It's like, whoa, this is so quiet. I don't know if I can, I can listen to this. I, I figure, see, here's what I think. I, I figure if you're like me, the best time to listen to podcasts is when you're driving. 
right? You don't, I mean, who, who sits around at their house with their headphones on listening to a podcast like a psycho, right? I mean, it's not something you go to sleep to. Oh, I'm going to go to bed. I'm going to put on this podcast. Well, maybe mine you might, especially with all the yawning in it. Um, but I figured best time to do it, listen to a podcast is when you're driving, right? So if I'm doing, doing the podcast while I'm driving, and there's background noise of driving. It's gonna blend in. You're not gonna. You're not gonna be like, "Well, this is noisy." You just. It's just gonna sound like you, right? You know what I mean? And uh, I don't know. I'm just justifying it. Whatever. So uh, yeah, but here I am on the fly again. Decided to make another podcast. Trying more to regulate these things. Regulate these things a little bit more do one one a week uh, I've been I've been doing a lot of self-promoting lately a lot of effort towards that uh, my my photography page and my art page um, I quite to my surprise um, I, I kind of figured out about I'm gonna say two months ago or so months ago I figured out see because I got a, a photography page on Facebook and an art page as well as a comedy page um, and my podcast page my art group has 3.9 K people or sorry 13.9 K people and drawn only it's called I wanted to start a group where the posts in the art group, because I, I started trying to, you know, follow certain art groups, and it got frustrating to me to try and determine, it's like, hey, did this person draw this by hand, or paint this by hand, or is it a digitally created picture? And artists who do digital art say, it doesn't make any difference, it's just, it's just like drawing, it's just like drawing, it's the same as drawing. Well, then how come you don't tell people that it's digital? You're not like, hey, look at my new digital painting. Look at my new digital drawing. Right? If it's the same and it's not shameful, then why aren't you saying it? It's because it's not the same and it is shameful. It's a gross exaggeration of your skills. I have literally seen drawings from artists on their own page that were... I, and I understand art is subjective and there's no such thing as bad art, but that's bullshit and you know it and so do I. There's certain art you're not going to fucking hang on your wall, right? Like, hey, did your kid do this? You know what I mean? Like, if your kid did do it, then that's all, all fine and dandy. That's beautiful. It's great. I love it. Incidentally, my, my daughter has started drawing and painting and, oh my God, she's so talented. I don't even know if she realizes how talented she is. She does these paintings um, of, uh, like, not, not uh, she doesn't paint subjects like I do, pronouns and nouns. She just does, uh, what is that style called? When they're, it's just shapes and stuff. I'm drawing a blank on that. Uh, Picasso did them. What do they call that again? Word. 
well, maybe before the end of the podcast, I will. But you know what I mean. You you get it. I mean, you know, you're probably out there shouting the word, hoping it'll stick in my brain. Um, But yeah, it's something that I had never been able to master. I could paint and draw subjects and objects and landscapes and things like that. But she does these paintings and her color selection and mix and it, it they're amazing she's absolutely amazing but anyway that, that's what I went off of topic on that a little bit um, yeah if you're if you're painting by hand and it turns out to look really good and if you're doing pronouns and nouns and it looks exactly like the person you're trying to do, fucking A. But then you do it on digital. Anyway, yeah, no, I know. I just remembered. I started rambling there. I remember where I was going. I have seen artists' pages, right? I've gone to artists' page where they had posted something on in an art group that was just phenomenal. It's like, wow, that is so good. And I'm like, oh, I want to go check out this person's art page. And they got 10 or 12 that are just awesome. And then prior to that, it looks like a little kid drew them. And obviously, can you drive any slower there? <clears throat> Tex, um, ob- you know, it, it's pretty obvious that uh, they switched their, their, t- their technique. They went from hand drawing them to digital. And a digital assists your ability. It increases your ability. I can give a flying fuck what they say. Oh, it doesn't make any difference. It's just like using a pencil. No, it's not. Not even close. It takes your kid your your kid-like drawing and turns it into an art piece. Okay? So don't tell me it doesn't make any difference. It does. And don't tell me it's not shameful because it is. It's cheating. If you're a commercial artist, you work for DC, Marvel, um, you know, you have your own um, line of uh, illustrated books and you have a publisher who's expecting a certain amount out of you, and you have a character that you've developed and you use digital art to speed up the process then fucking A that's what it's made for right that's digital art is made for people like you if you're Joe Blow normal run of the mill artist whose audience is only Facebook and your friends. Digital art is not for you. Digital art is is you're cheating. You're you're increasing your ability. You're uh, enhancing your ability. Period. That's it. End of statement. It's cheating. But like I said, if you're a, a commercial artist um, and you're just in the, you know, interested in completing your work a little bit faster than, than 
it would do, I mean, than doing it by hand, because obviously it's quicker. Doing things by hand does take more time. Uh, so she said. Um, so, yeah, and not only that, but you're an established artist already. Your, your skill is already established. You have a employer who looks at your art and says, yeah, I, uh, I like it. We'll hire you and you can do this, blah, blah, blah. And then you, you use the digital art and or projectors to uh, expedite what's expected of you okay that's exactly what those things were developed for that's it that's it and that's all and if you're Joe Blow normal artist and you've used it to increase your ability then fucking say so say hey look at this I just upgraded to digital art and I've, I've had artist friends that did that say okay I'm giving it my try at digital art now that they've mastered hand drawn okay look at these are my hand ones I did by hand they take for fucking ever I enjoy art so I'm going to try this because it seems like it'd be quicker and it, it's not really enhancing my art so much as it is expediting it I, I, I can I can think of names right off the top of my head that I can think of that are doing that and that's fine too nothing wrong with that uh the one artist i'm speaking of in particular or thinking of in particular is a mom of three i think i don't know honestly i don't know how she finds time to draw at all but she does she manages to work it out she she squeezes it in between uh things here and there and uh she does so when she switched to digital art that didn't really surprise me it didn't really um it wasn't like I, I didn't feel the same way about it as I do when other people do it because it's like, well, yeah, obviously. And her digital art started out a little rough compared to her hand-drawn stuff, but then she started getting into it and getting really good at it, and it was quite impressive. Um, yeah, so there you have it. I don't use digital art. I don't use projectors. I, I wouldn't mind getting a projector just to try it out. Um, what I did do one time I found quite interesting and it worked quite well for me is I... Uh, <clears throat> these guys even open? I used a... I, I, I photocopied an image of something I wanted to paint. It was actually... And here again, <clears throat> it was a commission. I was commissioned to paint uh, a thing my buddy make, was making a uh, had made a uh, or is in the process of making a, a video game console unit like a you know like a from an arcade out of plywood and he had me paint the imaging on it and I tried, I, an interesting thing I tried is I, I, he wanted a Sonic image on there. So I photocopied a Sonic, cut it out, and then I spray painted the image around it with white to make it look like it was, uh, um, what do you call it? Like just lit up from behind. And uh, 
So that gave me the outline and then I just filled it in. That worked out really well. I was really happy with that. Not exactly the same as a projector, but it still worked pretty damn good. Anyway, I'm going to go wash the truck. I'll be back in a bit. So, yeah, there you have it. Little little uh, information about my art uh, business. I wouldn't uh, hobby. They'll call it a hobby. But, I mean, yeah, I make money on it. I just did another commission piece for somebody. They gave me a uh, uh, a, car, a cardboard, a plywood cutout of a bear, and they wanted me to paint a grizzly bear on it. Uh, you can see it on my art page. Uh, it's just Ron Winter art, Ron Winter photography. I just put my name on it. I don't give a fuck. Um, I'm going to be using a pseudonym for my uh, book, though. It's going to be Ron August. There's a couple of reasons for that. Number one is that was my name, my last name prior to being adopted. And that's not the real reason. Um, I think what I'll do is I'll put the real reasons for it in my preface. Just because I want it to be kind of a surprise sort of. You know, when you read the book, you're like, oh, oh, interesting, neat. Not, not, uh, anyway, yeah, that's sort of what I was thinking. But, uh, what is up with this thing? There's so much noise in here. Just turn the fan down, see if that helps. Oh, because I was driving down a gravel road, that's why, that's better. Not as much noise now. Alright, so, yeah, um, I had something written down in the topics, whoa, just taking off here, uh, in the topics of my podcasts, I try to keep track of things that I want to talk about a little bit, something crosses my mind, and I had something written down not a hundred percent sure exactly what I mean, but meant by it when I put it down. I, I think I had some, I must have had something specific in mind. I wrote uh, "Recognize and Acknowledge Mistakes" is the title. A little sub underneath it says, "Okay, that was dumb. Be able to admit that." I mean, that's pretty good advice, I guess. No matter what. Even without a specific example, that's always good to do. It's it's tough for some people to admit that, you know, to admit when they've made a mistake, to admit when they've done something stupid. Of course, if you're really stupid, you might not even know you made a mistake. I've, you know, I've met people like that. I'm sure you have too. Nobody listening to this falls under that category, I would think. Anybody who would fall under that category would listen to me for a little while and, I don't get it. Fuck it. Stop listening. Um, well, that's a, that's a whole other topic all in and of itself. Coping, living, I should write a book about that. Living and coping with being intelligent 
in a dumb world. That could be the title of it. It's not fucking easy, man. It's not fucking easy. There's a, I, I remember seeing a post on Facebook that really rang true and I could relate with that said uh, being having no common sense isn't tough not as tough as having the common sense and having to deal with people without it so many people lack the ability to think on their feet you know But it takes all kinds, right? I mean, I know people from all walks of life, all different kind of walks of life. I know people who are millionaires. I've met millionaires, conversed with them, brushed shoulders with them. I've also met with and brushed shoulders with homeless people. Um, And your socioeconomic status did I say socio is that is that even the word social sociological status has no bearing on your intelligence I mean yeah it can affect it right if you're raised in a well-to-do family you go to university I mean you go to regular school and then you go to university you're going to get more acquired knowledge than somebody who's uh, homeless and quit school in grade 6. I mean, clearly you have more acquired knowledge than they do, right? I mean, that goes without saying. But the question is, is acquired knowledge transferable into intelligence? Are they one and the same? I would argue, and I think a good many others would too, that they're not. It's not the same thing. Because you can have a lot of acquired knowledge. I think I even delved into this a little bit on a previous podcast. Um, You can have uh, a great amount of acquired knowledge and still be kind of dumb. And likewise the opposite. You can have very little acquired knowledge or education but you could be very streetwise and smart. And I think what that that relates to is common sense. Let's 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 label it that, okay? That aspect of your personality that makes you uh, able to think on your feet and come up with good decisions on the fly regardless of your uh, level of acquired knowledge because I mean there's a, like I say there's there's kind of a I don't know if I'd call it a debate really but every so often you'll you'll hear people say or talk about well, I, I went to the school of hard knocks. 
you don't need to go to university to be smart, blah, blah, blah. And then you hear the opposite people saying, well, you got to go to university or, or to be smart, to be a success, to, to accomplish anything. Um, there's some truth to that, some. There's also some truth to the, the fact that you can... Uh, I forget the exact percentage... But there's a, a, a fairly high percentage of university students who are uh, alumni and not doing what they went to university for. Right? That's a reality. So how useful was that acquired knowledge? It's not. Right? I, I'm one of those people. I'm, I'm a medic slash podcaster, artist, photographer, and... I went to school for criminology. Now, granted, the book I'm writing about a serial killer is a lot easier for me to do having my criminological background than it would be for somebody that didn't have that acquired knowledge. So maybe I'm not the best example because I am utilizing the, the skills that I learned in university. But... A lot of people don't. And thus far, that acquired knowledge has yet to make me money. Okay, so there is a high level of expenditures to get that education. And it has yet to pay off. We shall see when this book gets published, if it does. I need to make at least... Let's see, how many years of school did I go to? Three full, three full-time years, four or five courses a semester for three straight years. That's, there's two semesters in a year. Oh no, wait a minute. One semester, eight, eight months, 12 months. No, not 12 months, eight months. What am I thinking? 12, I was thinking weeks. 15 weeks, 14 weeks, 16, 16 divided by 4 is 8, yeah, I think it was six, 15 or 16 weeks is how long a semester is, um, times 3, and then I did some part-time courses after that for a couple of years while working. And I even tried doing some online stuff, which I was not very successful at. At the time, I didn't have much motivation to self-motivate myself to do the work. And I found it difficult because um, I need to talk to the teacher in order to get good grades. Remember my schmoozing we had I said how I used to I'd go to class early and leave class late asking the uh, instructors uh, pre-prepared questions to try and make myself sound smart and in doing so got a better grade uh, I need to do that and online you can't you get online you, you can send them an email and 
two, three days later, you get an answer back. So there's no schmoozing done. It's all strictly done based on your academic prowess and your input. And uh, I'm more of a hands-on kind of person. So, yeah. Didn't do very well at the online courses. Just gonna pass this slow AF. that and then regarding the admitting when you're wrong thing um, I obviously had something in mind about that that I wanted to talk about something had happened maybe I'm trying to remember I don't I don't recall anything in specific I mean I do know that that's that's a, something I feel strongly about you know like to argue over something after you've figured out you're wrong about it just because you don't want to be wrong eh, you know that's kind of weak weak sauce it ain't no fucking Franks that's for sure mm, I love that shit put it on everything for real I actually one of my favorite uh, Red Hots Franks Red Hots is, is, is their um isn't just a regular one, it's the, um, not Buffalo, is it Buffalo? I think it might be Buffalo hot, like stuff you put on Buffalo wings. I'm gonna have to check it out, I'll get back to you on that. But I like it, it's better. I'm a, I'm a fan of, of, of hot sauces, and I don't know if you've ever watched that show uh, the hot ones, where Buddy does interviews with celebrities and they eat progressively hotter and hotter chicken wings. Um, it's a pretty cool show, and and I've I've gotten a couple of sauces off of that show. I'm not I'm not uh, Selena Gomez. I can't just lick hot sauce off my finger and be like, mmm, that's good. It, it, I, I have a ceiling, a certain amount that I can handle. I honestly feel like I'd die if I ate some of the ones they have. Because, fuck, man. Like, I use... I, I, I like uh, Louisiana hot sauce. I mean, it's pretty vinegary. Which uh, I'm only sort of... Kind of like. But, um, yeah, I like I like Louisiana hot sauce on, on uh, hash browns or whatever. And I think that's a th uh, 13... 13,000 Scoville on the Scoville scale that's the, the hotness scale if you don't know that already and um, their, their hot sauces holy fuck Louisiana is like number 4 and they go through like 12 of them there's some that are 50,000 Scoville the top one is a million or is it 2 million Scoville ridiculous okay ridiculous 
I mean, that, I, I honestly, I feel like I would die if I tried that. I really do. Because I got one one time out of the grocery store without any, without knowing what it was. It was just a hot sauce and, and it looked kind of chunky, sort of almost like salsa. Salsa. But holy fuck was that shit hot man and what happens with me when I when I eat hot sauce I mean maybe with everybody I don't know but with me I get like these hiccups that I can't control and I find it hard to breathe and, and I feel like if I went with a million one that was only a, a, a light one I feel like if I went to the million or two million I'd just fucking die i just stop breathing I, it's what it feels like would happen so but yeah buffalo sauce. I'm pretty sure that Frank's Red Hot Buffalo Sauce that's what it was that I like. It's 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 good. I mean the regular Frank's is good too but that buffalo sauce is like mm, extra good. Extra, extra good. Maybe I'll make some wings tonight. <clears throat> oh, I can't. Well, I can't. I don't have any. My wife's been having some stomach issues, and she has to stay away from spicy stuff, which is unfortunate. I I, I used to like to make spicy stuff. You know, not crazy spicy. I'm not one of those kind, but I like, like, um, a a flavorful spice, like uh, something with, uh, you know, with a flavor to it. Um, habanero, for example, it's spicy, but it, it's a it's a flavorful spicy. You know what I mean? I don't know if, to, if that makes any sense. It's got a. It's not just hot. I'm not. I, I like fuck that just hot stuff. You know what I mean? Like like cayenne. You know how cayenne is just hot. It doesn't have a flavor. You, you don't put it in it. You go mm, cayenne uh, or sriracha. Oh my god, I love sriracha. It's hot, but it's got a flavor. It's got a nice flavor. And they're not vinegary. I I don't mind the Louisiana and the Reds, Frank's Red Hot, because they're good, but they are kind of vinegary and you gotta sort of like that, right? It's it's just a different kind of hot and 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 the vine- the whole vinegary thing. I'm not I'm not a huge vinegar fan. I don't like salt and vinegar. Um, I don't put vinegar on my french fries. I just think it's unnecessary. I mean, if I were to, it'd be just a tiny little sprinkle. I mean, I, I'm not even a big fan of, of uh, dill pickle chips because they're so vinegary. So, yeah, anyway. I don't recall asking you, Ron. Wait a minute, let me think. No, I didn't ask. Just, just sharing an opinion, I think. Obviously. Captain Obvious. Um, but, yeah. Where are we at here? You know what? I've gone half an hour, 35 minutes, 9 seconds. And not yawn. I can, I can feel myself wanting to now that I'm just saying it. Which is really fucking weird, but... No, don't yawn. I'm not going to do it. Stop. Just saying it. That, that's my wife. I can look at her and just say yawn three times and she will. She's so 
so cute like that. If I if I sit there and hold my mouth open, she'll yawn. It's a it's a weird phenomenon. I don't know if I told you this story or not, but you know how when you look at somebody yawning, it makes you want to yawn. Well, I had an uh, interesting thing happen to me one time in, in when I was in university that kind of flew in the face of that. Like, right, like the, the sort of the belief is that if you see somebody yawning, it's going to make you yawn. Fucking just say it. Oh, God damn it. Saying it too many times does. But I was, started, I was walking down the hallway and I started to yawn. As I was yawning, I walked by an open classroom door. I looked in, in the middle of my yawn, and in the back, middle of the class, there was somebody in the middle of their yawn. I didn't see them, they didn't see me, yet we both were yawning at the same time. What's that phenomenon? How did that happen? You know, I mean, I didn't see them. They didn't see me. And, I mean, it's pretty remarkable to be a coincidence. You know what I mean? Like, well, some like, you know, it's remarkable about a fucking yawn. I, I don't know. I think it is. I think that's a remarkable thing. Because there's no, no real, you know, logical explanation as far as we know. knows, right? I don't know. What else? What else? What else? Um, oh, shit. Fucking things up. Um, if I watched anything or seen anything lately. Hope you guys like my podcast on, on narcissists. I find that subject really interesting. There's uh, a few people on Instagram who, just one guy in particular, he's a, uh, he's got a degree in psychology and he was a teacher for 10 years or something like that. He's like literally every single post of his is about narcissism. I guess he just got out of uh, a narcissistic abusive relationship and he wants to share with the world about it. And that's all great. I, I, I don't mind that. It, it's, it's given me a lot of useful information just hearing what he has to say so I don't know if anybody else has had that experience or not but there's been a lot of information online about that stuff and once you start searching it you start to see more hang on I'll be right back so yeah and, and it's funny too because the other day I was uh, I checked out my posts <sighs> Um, about it because I had especially the first one I didn't really proof I don't think so I went to go listen to it again my part one and you can tell that my knowledge level on it wasn't really that high I didn't know I mean I I hadn't really uh, done any kind of narcissistic specific Searching or researching 
Is that, did I use that right? Is, when you research something, does that mean you're searching something again? <laughs> that's, that's a good question, eh? You, you must search for it and then research for it. Wait a minute. You mean look for it again or do you research on it? Somebody needs to research, research. Research, researching. Is that two different phrases? Two different, two different things? I'm a researching researcher. <laughs> Fuck. The English language is so fucked, man. So many fucked up shit. They say it's one of the hardest languages to learn. Because things that just don't make sense. A lot of times. I went and pulled over to fix something on the truck and now I'm behind the slow ass moving vehicles again. God damn it. Just going to do an oil change on a truck and give it a bath. That was my truck, I think, too. Pretty, pretty damn quick. Alright, so anyways. Uh, <sighs> the show has been about a whole lot of nothing and a little bit of something. Um, uh, I know, I know I've been kind of lax a little bit lately on my podcast here, and I promised I was going to have guests and stuff, but just been working like a madman, uh, been working on a novel, been working on work, got the family, just a lot of stuff on the go, a lot of, a lot of pokers in the iron, or a lot of irons in the fire, so, uh, and, uh, bit of a challenge trying to arrange the guests of course I mean everybody's got a life there we go there's the infamous yawn all right okay so what else what else what else what else damn weather Fucking, remember I, was, I don't know if I mentioned it or not, but my buddy was telling me we we're going to get another dump, and I was hoping like we weren't. Yesterday, I seen a couple of butterflies, and I got hopeful, and I'm like, hey, sun's out, butterflies flying, birds flying, that's it. Spring is here, and then the weather report says that Tuesday, we're going to get a dusting, another dusting of snow for a couple of days. <sighs> Go fuck yourself, snow. Just saying. Just fucking see him. So, hopefully not. Um, but yeah. Anyway, I'll do some re- more recapping of and reviewing of stuff later on this week. I guess nothing really to add right now. I don't think nobody's pissed me off. No sect of people. No group of people. Uh, uh. I mean, other than the usual ones. I have to buy a new TV because the TV we got was from Walmart. Garbage. Only lasted a year, two years, something like that. 
It's fucking garbage. I went in. I went on a rant about that. I'm sure. Maybe actually, I didn't post that one yet. I don't think about how how uh, Walmart gets their products from uh, manufacturers in Mexico, uh, at, at, and that's why they can sell stuff cheaper. It's because they're made cheaper. Even though it's got the same brand name on it, it's made cheaper. You buy a Dewalt saw or drill from Walmart, it's not the same Dewalt you're buying from home hardware at all. Same with their computers. You buy a, a, a computer from Walmart, not the same one. This is even if it looks exactly the same, it's not the same. It's made by less qualified people and cheaper components. And that's why shit doesn't last as long when you get it from there. So something that something worthwhile noting and remembering. Like I say, man, if we all boycott Walmart, shut them down, and we'll be get some fucking better shit in our lives, some better quality stuff. Uh, businesses will thrive more because they're able to, to make money off of their products opposed to everybody just going to Walmart and buying cheap shit. And what you don't realize, right, what, what people aren't realizing is that, yeah, you can get a TV for 500 bucks there opposed to the $800, $900 TV at the source or wherever it is you'd have, else you'd buy it. Uh, so you're like, oh, wow, I'm saving 300 bucks. Yeah, but the one from the source lasts you six, seven years. The one from Walmart lasts you two, and you're going to buy three of them at the same time. So now you're spending $1,500 opposed to the 800 So you see how that works? You're not saving money. You're spending more. So, yeah, there's that. Anyway, am I only 45 minutes in? It seemed like it was longer. Oh, my goodness. God, there's two. One and two. All right, let's kill the last few minutes doing a review. I've been watching uh, the Roku channel on uh, on our TV. we got a Roku, and Roku has their own channel with their own shows, kind of like Netflix with Crave and the rest of them. And uh, been getting into that. Been watching uh, Duck Commander, which is fucking hilarious, by the way. I fucking love Redneck. Those guys, man, they're so fucking funny. They're just awesome. And you gotta be able to relate to Redneck a little bit. I mean, I grew up in Redneck country, and uh, most of my friends were Rednecks. So, and I'm actually a little bit myself, truth be told. Um, so I probably why I find it funnier than most. I, I know some people that I've talked to about it are just like, ah, I don't know. Uh, they, they just see them as being dumb. But rednecks are smart in what they know. Okay, it's like farmers. We talked about that, right? How farmers can appear dumb to you, but you go sit on, you go to their farm and then now you're the dummy. You know what I mean? They know shit about the, uh, the uh, different fuels, different tractors, different bees, different animals, different, you know, whatever it is that's farm-related, they, they're fucking pro, right? They know their shit, and you don't know jack fuck about it, but take them out of that element, and uh, they're going to look like they don't know anything. Same with a redneck. So, it's not not making fun of them, not, 
not calling them dumb or anything. It's just out of their element, right? You know what I mean? You, you take a doctor and put him out into the fucking forest and tell him to forage for his food and, and build his own house. You might have a bit more of a challenge than, say, somebody from, you know, the country that's used to that. That's all I'm saying. People are just used to their elements. Um, but, yeah. Watching that. One more. Oh my god. I think I'm tired. And of course, Anger Management with Charlie. That show's fucking awesome. And it's got uh, Shawnee Smith on it or uh, Amanda from Saw 3 or um, what was her name on Becker? That's another good show. I love Becker too. Linda on Becker, excellent character, awesome. Yeah, we were watching one the, the other day, and I, uh, Charlie had his ex-wife on the show, it's like his real ex-wife. Linda plays his ex-wife. I call her Linda, but whatever. Um, Linda plays his ex-wife on the show, and uh, he had Denise Richards on there, his real ex-wife. That was pretty classic. She was talking about how his ex seems normal, or her ex seems relatively normal, but she said, you should see mine, mine is crazy, <laughs> and then he's like, well, yeah, okay, it's just, no, I mean, like, he is, like, really crazy, he's, like, crazy, crazy, okay, we get it, <laughs> it was pretty good, yeah, it was pretty good, uh, but, yeah, anger management, that's a pretty funny show, Charlie just manages to pull it off, man, no matter what. Not even drugs can take him down. I like how he put that uh, one day, that one post. He said, he's, he's a fucking wild thing. Ain't nobody can take me down. Not even drugs. That's awesome. He's a fucking survivor. I love, I, I, I like it when people are survivors. When they go through a bunch of shit, come out the other side. Fergie uh, is another one. She had a big drug problem and then pulled herself out of it and made herself into a superstar again. Um, Robert Downey Jr. had a drug problem, was in jail, and then he ended up being Iron Man. I mean, how much of a fucking, you can't get much of a bigger comeback than that. So, I, I, I just, I think that's awesome when people do that. I don't know. It uh, shows a, a, a strength of will. And a lot of people don't have that. A lot of people are missing that. They don't have the will and the strength to uh, carry on. Like that post I just... Not post, poster. It was a, actually, it wasn't even a poster. It was a... Um, oh, God, really? Excuse me. It was like on a canvas, but it was like a poster startup. And the tire shop said 99% of the people who quit end up working for the 3% three, three that didn't. And I'm bound and determined never to be that 90, 93 or 97%. What did I say? 99? I don't know. Whatever it was. 99. It was either nine, it was 97 or and, and 3 or 99 and 1. Either way. I mean, the point made, right? Either one. So, but yeah, if you're, if you don't mind, uh, redneck comedy, 
Duck Commander is fucking hilarious. I mean, it is so funny. <laughs> just the things they say and the shit they do. <laughs> just fucking makes me laugh. And, of course, Charlie. Charlie's always good. The characters on there are awesome. And his dad, his real-life dad plays his dad on the show, which is another good thing. That's kind of cool. So. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I'm off to go change a tire. Change a tire. Part of my job. I'm like the go-to guy. What else? What else? Um, I think we could probably call that... Oh, trucks? As soon as I start making some decent money here, I, I, I've been kind of shooting down... I, not online here, you guys don't know about it, but I've been kind of shooting down uh, Dodge, even though I have one. Because I've driven a couple of the 1500s. Mine, mine just got a little Dakota, but um, I've been driving some of the bigger ones. And I wasn't a big fan. I felt like the mirrors were too small. Uh, the seats were too... There's no no electric seats, no lumbar supports. I didn't like the dial uh, shifter. You know, just a few things that, that were... That I wasn't a big fan of, but fuck man, I like sure like the looks of them. When I rewatched that movie, uh, San Andreas, The Rock has one in there. It's got mags on it. it. Looks pretty sweet. Looks pretty sweet. So I don't know. I know they're better in as far as drivetrain goes. This, they got a pretty strong drivetrain to them. Pretty strong motor. They sound good. So I think I could live with the a couple of the few minor inconveniences that I didn't like about them and uh, they're cheaper too it's another thing Chevy's I, I like these Chevy's but they're pretty expensive so but yeah that's another review whoa review after review today huh about that two shows and a fucking vehicle review and a Walmart review. Wow, we're pretty clear that, that you guys aren't. That's not a surprise. You know, I don't fucking like the big box stores. Not at all. Not at all. Oh my god. I think I'm gonna go just so I stop fucking yawning in your goddamn ear. Jesus. Yeah. Alright, well. Thanks for listening, all five of you, and uh, until next time, we'll see you on the other side. Let's talk about Charmed Butterfly Creations. Uh, You've heard me talk about these guys before. You've You've heard me talk about the products. You've heard me talk about what you can make you. We're talking, uh vinyl prints on shirts, on cups, keychains, you name it. It can be made. And we're talking multicolor, we're talking imaging on and basically anything. Even signs. 
You own a business? Do you want to sign for your company? Butterfly Creations can make that too. Charmed Butterfly Creations. www.facebookcharmedbutterflycreations.com Or you want to make it simple, just go on to Facebook and search Charmed Butterfly Creations and it'll come up. Honestly, don't know why we put the www in front of anything anymore. It's not necessary. I mean, it's part of the address, but you don't need it to search it. And I don't know why people keep saying it. So there you have it. Check it out. Don't take my word for it. It's incredible work. Incredible work. Do it. <laughs>